Hey guys, real quick, before we get started, I have a small request. If you've been blessed by our content and you like this show, would you take just a brief moment and leave us a five-star review? This is quite possibly the most effective thing that you can do to ensure that this content gets out to as many people as possible. Thanks. Jesus said, man cannot live on bread alone, but from every word that proceeds from the mouth of God. You're listening to Daily Truth. We know if we are Christians, if we are evangelicals, if we are those who are people of faith, we know that Jesus died in our place. But it's vital for the Christian to understand that Jesus did not only die in our place, but he lived in our place. This is the understanding of the gospel, the understanding of double imputation. That Jesus, he who knew no sin, became sin on our behalf so that we might inherit the righteousness of God. That means that Christ Jesus became a curse for us. That our sin was laid upon his shoulders. That our sin was imputed to him. And on the cross, he drank every drop of the white hot wrath of God towards sinners. Jesus died as a substitute in your place if you have faith in him. But likewise, Jesus lived in your place if you have faith in him. It is not only that Jesus died in our place, taking our sin and therefore the wages of sin, which is death, but Jesus also lived in our place so that by grace alone, through faith alone, in Christ alone, his righteousness, our sin was imputed to him, but his righteousness is imputed to us. That in the gospel, we're not only absolved of guilt and wrongdoing and sin, but we are actually imputed with righteousness. Think about that for a moment. When it comes to the angels, for example, A third of the angels chose to rebel against God. They joined in the ranks of Lucifer, waged war against God. God did not even bother to get up from his throne in this particular war, but rather the archangel Michael cast down Lucifer. Woe to the earth, for the devil has gone down to you. A third of the angels rebelled against God, and never once have they been offered by God an opportunity of redemption. The other two-thirds of the angels are angelic beings, creatures who have never, ever, ever sinned against God. When we think of holiness, when we think of righteousness, certainly there is a degree of holiness and righteousness with the angelic beings. With the four living creatures covered with eyes, with six wings, two wings they use to cover their feet, and two wings they fly, and two wings they cover their faces and cry out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. The 24 elders that surround the throne of God, casting their crowns down before the feet of he who created the heavens and the earth. And we have all these angelic beings that have never sinned against God once. And yet, their holiness pales in comparison to his. They cover their faces. They cry out, holy, holy, holy is the Lord God Almighty. Even angels who have never rebelled against God a single time. We can't even say that about a single day in our lives. But they have existed for eons without sinning against God. And yet, they cover their face. Because the holiness of God is infinitely greater than the sinlessness that they have demonstrated for thousands of years. And yet, 
when it comes to you and I, we have not been imputed with the righteousness of cherubim. We have not been covered and clothed with the robes of the righteousness of seraphim. We have not been granted the righteousness, the sinlessness, the holiness of the four living creatures or 24 elders or angelic beings. We have been given the very righteousness of Christ. Thanks so much for listening. But real quick, before you go, do us a small favor, take a moment, and leave us a five-star review if you enjoyed the show. This is undoubtedly the best way that you can help us get this biblically faithful content to as many people as possible. Thanks so much.